0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. Just say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Mm. My God. Anybody else been feeling the grace of God? Like We experience the grace of God all the time. But, like, I've been feeling the grace of God, like, feeling the grace of God, feeling His grace sustain me, feeling His encouragement, feeling His love. Lakita, we will definitely lift up your husband, Rodney, stand in faith for His healing in Jesus' name. Lord God, I thank you for you, our healer. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I'm going to say, Yara, And you know what that means. (laughs) I'm honored. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. you, Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, Cindy. That is a gift and such a blessing to have internet. Things that we've taken for grace. Yeah, yeah. Kim, me too. I've been feeling his grace. Like, I feel his grace sustaining me. I feel his grace holding me i feel his encouragement i feel him lift me up when um we are tired you know overwhelmed and consumed i lost a very dear friend this week and um his grace has been sustaining me like his grace has been the thing holding me and and saying girl i got you in this right and so i'm just grateful for who for his grace and for his mercy and The fact that we can speak grace, grace to a situation. Hey, Berta. Hey, Nisi. Like, if you, like, can't just tell you, like, sometimes you just need to chill out, like, to experience the move of God. It's not always up here. Like, some, a lot of times God comes in the stillness. And if you're not, you're missing his grace, it's because you're, like, all over the place. And God is like, can you calm like, um, calm, like, calm down, like, can you just breathe and calm down and take some deep breaths? And sometimes our emotions are all over the place. And sometimes we're all over the place and we're still trying to shake and move and do and be. And God is like, let me read this to you. Let me read this to you. And this is what God is like to you. This is what God is saying to you. Yeah. This is what God is saying to you in this very moment when you're trying to still grasp what God has going on in your life, right? This is what God is saying to you. And I'm going to modify it a little, little bit. I'm not going to twist it. It's still the word of God. He's saying, girl, I'm your shepherd. And I have everything. I have everything. I have everything that you need, girl, I'm your shepherd, boy, I'm your shepherd, girl, I'm your shepherd, I'm the one shepherd, I'm the one trying to lead you, I'm the one trying to protect you, I'm the one trying to love you, I'm trying to keep you out of the hands of the wolves, he's just saying, Lord, girl, I'm your shepherd, I'm your shepherd, I'm here to shepherd you, I'm here to lead you, I'm here to protect you. I'm here. That's what he's saying in this season. And we can't feel sometimes when people are feeling the grace or the benefit of God, we can't feel. We're like, I don't feel what Lakeisha feels. And it's just because we won't sit still. It's just because we keep moving. It's just because we keep talking. It's just because we keep posting. It's just because we keep being caught up in all this other stuff and god is like i'm trying to let you experience me at another level but the way that you're going to experience me at another level is in your stillness it's in your quietness it's it's in it's in your fasting it's in your closet it's in your a secret place, right? And so if you haven't been feeling this grace, it's not, you're not sitting still enough. You're not quiet enough. And I'm not talking about sleeping. I'm talking about being in a quiet space. So he's saying, he says, Psalms 23. That's what I'm reading out of the New Living Church. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. But he said, girl, I'm your shepherd. Boy, I'm your shepherd. I'm here to shepherd you. And then he's saying to you, he says, I have all that you need. Like, I have all that you need. You're not lacking anything. When you're with me, I have all that you need. So let me lead you so that you can rest in these green meadows. My God. Let me lead Let me lead you. Let me lead you. Let me shepherd you to the green meadows. Let me give you the rest in the green meadows. I'm telling you, that's what he's saying to you this morning. Let me lead you beside pip, pip beside peaceful streams or quiet streams, um, you asked me to renew your strength. My God. You asked me to renew your strength. And so I'm trying to renew your strength. I'm trying to renew you by the streams. I'm trying to renew you in quietness, right? I'm trying to I'm trying to let you know I didn't leave you. I didn't forsake you, but I need you to calm down. I need you to be a little bit more still. I need you to hold on a little bit longer. I need you to pull a little bit more inward. I need you to get quiet just a little bit. I need you to post just a little bit less. I need you to... Stop being in all the movement and all the shaking. And he's saying that. He said, I'm trying to lead you besides the peaceful strength. I'm trying to renew your strength. I'm trying to guide you along a right path, right? Um, You've been asking me for purpose. You've been asking me to fulfill your purpose. You've been asking me to show you what I called you to do. You've been asking me more about the mission. You've been praying for your family. And he said, I'm trying to... I'm trying to guide you in the long, on the long, on, along the right path, but you keep resisting me because you won't rest. You won't rest. You keep resisting me. I'm trying to guide you. I'm trying to bring honor to my name. Like I'm trying to bring, you don't have to bring honor to my name. I'm going to bring honor. I'm going to bring honor to my name. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to put you right in your perspective places. Right, And then he comes and he says And even when you walk through the darkest valley And even when you are in the darkest valley And even when you are in your dry places Baby You don't have anything to fear You have nothing to fear You have nothing to fear And you don't need to be afraid For you are close Beside me and I am holding you dear. You, ha- you don't have any reason to be afraid. See, fear comes when we don't think he's with us in the valley. Fear comes when we're overwhelmed and consumed. Fear comes when we don't know that he's our great shepherd. And so he's saying this to you, baby, I'm with you in the valley. I did not leave you. I have not forsaken you. And every promise of mine is yes and amen. So will you take your rest? Will you take your rest? Will you take your rest in me? Will you take your rest in me? Will you trust me in this season? Will you become anchored in your soul? That will you do it? Will you let me show you what my grace looks like? Because my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is more sufficient. My grace is sustaining. My grace is all-knowing. Will you? Will you just rest in this? Will you rest in this? And then he's saying to you, "My rod, my staff." Baby, it's going to protect and it's going to, you don't have to avenge yourself. You don't have to protect yourself. You just got to take your rest. You just got to sit in my lap. You just got to throw your feet up. You just got to kick back. You just got to trust that I am God. You just got to trust that I am God. And then it says, this is what I love. This is one of my favorite lines. It says, the Lord prepares a feast for me in the presence Even in the presence of my enemies, even when the virus is trying to advance, even when my husband and I are at odds, even when my children won't speak to me, even when they are talking about me, even when they have distanced themselves from me, I am preparing a place. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. And I hear the Lord saying, and I've been trying to anoint, I've been trying to pray fresh oil on your life i've been trying to break fresh oil pour fresh oil on your life but i can't pour fresh oil on your life because even in this you won't sit still i'm trying to make you oily i'm trying to oil you up because i know for a fact that the anointing destroys the yolks i'm trying to pour fresh oil on you Right, I'm trying to pour afresh. Oh, I just need you to sit still. I just need, I need you to move and shake a little bit less. And then he says, "Surely goodness and unfailing." He said, "My cup, so your up cup can overflow with blessings. I got every blessing you lead, need. Not a stimulus. I got every blessing you need. Still, at the end of this, I'm gonna be God." Still at the end of this, I'm going to be God. I'm going to be God. I'm going to be God. And surely his goodness and unfailing love will pursue you. He's been in pursuit of you. But baby, you still... You still won't sit still. You still won't take your rest. You still think it's about moving and shaking and doing. And he said, I'm the shepherd. I'm trying to shepherd you. I'm trying to hold you. I'm trying to comfort you. I'm trying to pour fresh oil on you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to you and you still won't sit. You 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 also you practice you still not sit. your mind is racing, your body won't take rest. It's not about your doing in this season. And it says surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me. God's love will pursue you all the days of your life. And then the comfort in this is that you will live in the house of the Lord forever. That's what the Lord is saying to you. I'm trying to give you my peace. I'm trying to give you my protection. I'm trying to be your strong tower. I'm trying to be your comfort. I just need you to rest in me. I need you to trust me. I need you to understand that I got this. I need you to know that I'm with you regardless, right? I'm with you regardless. I'm with you regardless. I'm preparing a table for you in the presence of, I just need you to take your rest. I need you to take your rest. I need you to understand that I am God alone and I don't need your help. I don't need you to help me. I don't need you to work this out. I don't need you to get up. I don't need you to move around. My God, my God, my God. But I need you to let me shepherd you. You're still too busy. You're still too busy. You're still making too much noise, baby. I'm trying to lead you. I'm trying, I'm trying to show you that I, Abba father, have all that you I'm, I'm trying to give you that. I'm trying to give you enough grace for this season. I'm trying to give you enough grace to homeschool your children. And you're still on the phone talking to people about what to do next. I'm trying to show you how your money needs to be. I'm trying to speak to you in this season. I'm trying to let your cup be overflowing and feel you should never run out because I am here to fill you up. Yeah, that's what God is saying to us this morning. That's what he's speaking to us this morning. That's what he's boldly, liberally saying. I liberally supply all your needs according to your riches and glory. Not no man, not no woman, not no job, not Ford, not the Dillard's, not your school district not your real estate company. My God, he's saying, I'm trying to. I, in the name of Jesus, will supply all your needs according to your riches and glory. I will fill and wet up your dry places. I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. So sup up. (laughs) Sup up and stop worrying about those that are talking about you and stop worrying about those that are trying to come against you. Come on now. I am your great shepherd, and I does. I can. I can preach that and go. I could shut this down and go home. That's enough to rest in. That's enough to rest in. Chew on that today. Meditate on that today. I'm trying to shepherd you, and you still won't sit still. My God, take your rest. My God, you still moving too much. Your mind moving too much. You still trying to. You won't even stop and breathe me in. And I'm trying to fill your lungs with the air you need. I'm trying to give you your second wind. See, there was a season in my life I needed to stop and breathe so I could catch my second wind because I was running out. And there comes a season in all of our lives when we need to catch our second wind because we will run out. You physically will run out. You will run out. You spiritually can run out. And God needs to lead you, put you in the green pastures, right? Lead you beside the quiet strings so he can fill you up. My God, my God, my God, my God, this is so powerful. My God, this is so powerful. So take your rest in him. Like, take your rest in him. Trust in him. My God, be silent in in him. It's okay for you not to talk. Right? It's okay for you not to talk. It's okay for you not to say a mumbling word. It's okay for you to go days and not have conversations. That's okay so that you can take your rest in God. It, it, you, it, I promise you, it's a rest. It's funny because I got confirmation of this and something I was watching. Rest is not a sin. Rest is not a sin. We're not talking about being lazy. We're talking about taking your rest in him, trusting him with every circumstance and with every situation so that he can prove himself to be God. He said, I'm trying to shepherd you. Will you rest in that just for a minute? He's saying, I'm trying to shepherd you. I need you to slow down. I need you to focus on me. I need you to hear me, Nisi. My God, I need you to hear me, Shonda. My God, I need you to listen a little bit more closely. I'm trying to get you to become a little bit more intimate with me. I need you to pull in a little bit more. What you need is not out there. It's within. And I sense a comforter. By the name of the Holy Spirit. Who said, I will advocate on your behalf. I will fight for you. I will speak in the ears of the what's next. You don't have to do anything in me but take your rest. I'm trying to speak to you on another level. I'm trying to bring you a word. (laughs) I have not brought you into confusion, says the Lord. I'm trying to speak to you at new level and new heights, so that you can have my understanding for this next season in your life. I got a prophecy about your future. For some of you that's unmarried, that's your future husband or wife. Come on now. I'm trying to show you that justice is served. I'm trying to show you that I am with you all the way. I just need you to take your rest. I need you to sit in my lap. I need you to kick back your feet. I need you to breathe me in. I need you to drink me up. I'm not trying to do business as usual, said the Lord. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm trying to call you, Father God, into your wealthy place. I promise I am. But I need you to hear me, says the Lord. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me, said the Lord. I need you to rest in me. I need you to trust me. I need you to stop trying to figure all this out because I have absolutely every answer that you need. Divine alignment, divine instruction, divine wisdom. But I need you to turn a little more more inward. I need you to focus on this inward self and not so much the external self. I've been buying you the time you need. You just won't get into place. So take your rest in me, says the Lord. And I will fill you up. In Jesus' name. My God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. And I will fill you up. Mm, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 Lord God. And I will fill you up. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. I thank, you for your word. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your people. I thank you for your word, my God. That was a word from the Lord. I hope you pinned that. I hope you wrote that. That was fresh, that was fresh off the press. My God, that was, that was, my God, I thank you for that. Take your rest, take your rest, take your rest, take your rest, take your rest. Today, take your rest, take your rest, take your shit And I will not disappoint you. And I will not leave you, nor will I forsake you, says the Lord. I will not leave you, disappoint you, or forsake you, says the Lord in Jesus name, my God, I thank you, my God, I thank you, 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 I thank you. You ain't got to figure it all out in this season. You just got to take your rest, my God. I thank you for the prodigal sons and daughters coming home. I thank you, Father God, that you are opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing. Thank you, Lord, I thank you for rest. I thank you for sweet rest. I thank you for guidance, for wisdom, for knowledge, instructions. I thank you, great is your faithfulness, Lord God. My God, my God, my God, I thank you. Y'all just keep praising the Lord. I'm gonna read Psalms 91 over us. Remember, we always put our name in. Um, if you haven't been, just declare. I'm declaring it for you, everyone on this devotional. For Javen, Jalil, Jermaine, Josiah, and Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayton, and Casey, Lakeisha, Janie, Derek, Alana, Ashley, Rick, Dwayne, Dequindre, Cecily, April, Adria, Valisa, Marquise, Vivica, Lord God, my nieces, my nephews, my cousins, Lord God, everyone, every partner. Thank you to my new partners. Thank you for the new those new those new people that have been partnering with this ministry. I thank you. May God bless you for your faithful, bold move. May God bless you for your faithful, bold move to partner with this ministry, to obey God, to hear him and make a decision. You know what? I heard you, Lord. I'm going to par- partner with this ministry just like you said. So thank you for to my brand new partners. I thank you for you. I know it was a faithful move. I know it was a bold. Thank you for your faithful, bold, bold move I promise you I promise you I promise you God has you thank you for that blessings on you my God increase coming to you my God overwhelming you with God's truth and love so those who live in the shelter my God I thank you for them I thank you for them I thank you Lord God for honoring them I thank you that you hear their prayer I thank you Father God I thank you Lord God that you're filling their cups and that you're filling them up and that they have all they need in Jesus name amen I thank you for those who live in the shelter of the Most High. Father God will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust you. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you. These evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you take the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. Will you trample upon lions and cobras? Will you crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet? The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. In Jesus' name, I see prayer requests coming in. And I can't always see all of them. Will my war women, they know who they are. Will my war women just make sure you... Tap that person and just uh, just, all you gotta do is get an agree with agreement with them and reply to the comment and just say in Jesus name, Amen. Will y'all do that for me, my war women of God? They know who they are. If you'll just get those prayers, hit reply and all you gotta say is in Jesus name, Amen. That that'll let them know that we are standing in faith with their prayers with the things that they are requesting and Daddy, God is on the scene. So if my war women will do that for me, I thank you and God honors you and they know they know who I'm talking to. So if you'll just reply to those, because I can't see all of those that come up in the tithe, the feed quickly. But if you'll do that, then, then God will honor and do the rest. God, and God will honor and do the rest. I'm so grateful to be before you today. I thank you. I thank you for being here. Thank you for all of you that continuously share and are sharing the devotional, continue to put the devotional out there. I just thank you thank god for you and thank god for all that he are, he's doing i just thank you for your faithfulness i just thank you father god for just all the goodness you are i just thank god for um for he delights in us right and he gives us the desires of our hearts and i just thank you lord god For opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing so that we don't have room for. We just thank you, Lord God, for all you are and all you called us to be, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. My God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. And I magnify you, Lord God. And I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you. 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 Thank you. That's my Magnolia women, too. That's my Magnolia women y'all that's y'all on assignment lord we thank you we thank you for your word we trust you lord god like never before if you um can i just compel you if you're late coming on the devotional that you make sure you go back and get the beginning of this because god just spoke a real kind nice and sweet word right god god just spoke a real nice kind and sweet word so we thank you lord god for your faithfulness we thank you my god we thank you for your faithfulness we thank you For the warrior women of God, we thank you, Lord God, for your glory. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your peace. We thank you, Father God, that justice is being served. We thank you. I feel it. I feel it. I thank you for a fresh anointing, a fresh wind blowing over your people today, Lord God. I thank you for a fresh wind blowing over your people today. In the name of Jesus, my God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. 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 I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you and I glorify you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. 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 We take sweet rest in you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. We are not challenged by the things of this world, Lord God, because you are with us. And we are anchored in your truth, Lord God. And we are anchored by your word. And we receive every earthly blessing. Can you just put your hands? My grandmother taught me something when I was little. She said, when you are like this, you are worshiping God. She said, well, baby, when you need to receive God, she said, you need to turn your hands this way. So when you just open and receive the blessings of God today, just, Lord God, I receive your blessings for my life. I feel fresh impartation. I feel fresh wind blowing. I promise I do. Will you just receive your blessings today in Jesus' name? Father God, I receive our cups overflowing. I receive my blessings. I receive the building. I receive the van. I receive the truck. I receive the home. I receive the millions of souls, millions of souls being saved through the devotional, millions of homes being repaired, Lord God. I receive that by faith. My God, I'm anchored in your truth. Millions of souls being saved. Millions of souls coming out of darkness, Lord God. I receive that by faith. Million of homes, women on top of women, women on top of women being restored and healed and walking into their call and entrepreneurship. Millions of souls being saved. I receive that by faith. I receive every earthly, and spiritual blessing lord god i thank you for miracle signs and wonders my god i thank you for healing power lord god i thank you lord god we receive it by faith we thank you for your glory we thank you lord god we receive it by faith we receive it by faith my god You are God alone. You are God alone. Strengthen them in their weaknesses, Daddy God. Hold them in your arms. Comfort them when they're weary, worn, and tired, Lord God, and let them take their rest. My God, you are mighty to save. I thank you for bringing in our lost loved ones. And I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for grace. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for this gift. That is in my belly i thank you father god we are anchored in truth i thank you you have given us eyes to see and ears to hear i thank you for restoring our body father god even your teeth somebody needs their teeth fixed so i thank you lord god for restoring their teeth lord god you you can put new teeth in their mouth So I thank you for restoring their teeth right now in Jesus' name. My God, I thank you, Lord God. Healing their mouth in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And abscess that abscess on the tooth has to be gone right now in Jesus' name. I thank you for the power to heal, the grace, peace, and strength to heal. I thank you for the gift that's on my life. I thank you, Lord. We just receive all of you today by faith, Daddy God. We receive all of you by faith in Jesus' name. My God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. His grace and mercy, his grace is available. Lord God, I just thank you for my gra- for grace. I thank you for brand new mercies. I thank you for the call in my life. I thank you for every partner. I thank you for every person that prays. I thank you for my mom and my dad and my siblings, Lord God. And I thank you for a place to stay, a warm place to stay. I thank you for my car. I thank you for my new truck so that I can serve. I thank you for my building. I thank you for releasing the necessary resources in my hands so that I can serve your people the way you intended me to serve. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for wisdom all the wisdom for every assignment, all the wisdom for marriage, all the wisdom for peace. My God, I thank you. 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 There will be testimonies after this in Jesus name. My God, I bless you. I praise you. I glorify you and I receive you by faith in Jesus name. Can I tell you something? You don't have to understand everything that's going on You just got to learn how to receive things by faith. You got to be like, you know what, God? I don't get all this, but I trust you, Lord. I trust the call on Lakeisha's life. I may not understand. I might not be there yet, but I know that this is real. I know that this is real. I know that this is real. Hey, if any... I'll do it in a second. I think I know who to get in contact with. Never mind. Um, I... I just know that. So I want to read this to you again, right? And this is 1 Corinthians, the second verse. And it says, um, I'm going to go back to the 11th verse. It says, no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit and no one can know god's thoughts except god's own spirit and we have received god's spirit not the world's spirit so we can know the wonderful things god has freely given us when we tell you these things we do not use words that come from human wisdom we do not use words i do not use words we do not use words i don't use words that come from human wisdom right and so i don't use words that come instead we speak words given to us by the spirit using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truths But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach Him? But we understand these things we have the mind of Christ. And so daily, you've got to put on the mind of Christ. Daily, you've got to bind your mind to the mind of Christ. Daily, you've got to tune into the Father's voice. And we know how we do that. We're going to do that through rest. Jesus. We're going to do that by emptying ourselves. He just keeps adding to this thing. We're going to do this by taking our rest. We're going to do this by emptying ourselves. We're going to, we're going to do this by humbling ourselves. And we're going to do this by, oh, by obeying, oh, oh, by obeying God, that we're going to make a decision that I'm going to obey you, God, no matter what. Right. And if I don't understand something spiritually, uh, the, he says the just, those that are justified, those that are righteous, they live by faith. They don't need an explanation for absolutely everything. They trust the wind of god they trust the move of god they trust the word of god and those that are right in their spirit will discern it by spiritual truth so when you know god is moving but you're not there and you may not understand it don't quench it don't put your mouth on it don't doubt it just say lord i don't get this yet so this is a place in where i've got to extend my faith and i've got to learn to trust you with this I didn't understand the anointing and call on my life. I didn't understand some of the things that was going on in my body. I didn't understand stuff was that stuff was going on in my with my hands, right? My hands get this fire in them. I didn't understand what was going on. I had to actually go talk to my grandmother for her to explain to me the spiritual gifts and the things that I had inside of me through the Holy Spirit, not through myself. I didn't get it all. I wasn't here always. I wasn't always. I I wasn't. And so I had to. I had to learn to discern the voice of God. And the way that I began to discern the voice of God was I began to spend more time with God and more time in His Word. And then things that I thought were not right were actually right. And God began to reveal the truth to me in his word. So when I wanted to know more about tongues, I started saying, when I, when I wanted to know about the tithe, right, I had to go back to Genesis. When I wanted to know there were things that we were saying, right? Like in church, uh, we used to end church with this, um, thing that say, may the Lord watch between me and thee, while we're absent one from another, this we ask. Like we used to say that at the end of church service. and then when I begin to study the Word of God, I begin to understand that that was a covenant of mistrust. That was a covenant of mistrust that was spoken between Laban and Abraham because they didn't trust each other. And so they were like, look, may the Lord watch between me and you. The Lord going to see what you're doing. That's what they were saying to each other. And so the more time I begin to spend time in the word, the more time my eyes begin to open and I begin to understand God. And then I had to let go of pride and I had to let go of hideiness and I had to, Empty myself out I had so that God could fill me up. Like, right? So that God could fill me up. But I could only spend time in his presence. I could only spend time. I, I have multiple streams of Bible. I could only eat small bits. The worst mistake you can make is trying to drink cups of God when you're not ready for this and you don't have understanding. Y'all know my thing is small bites equal a meal. I'd rather you take a tiny bit of scripture tiny bit of scripture and dissect that a lot of times we keep moving forward moving and forward when i give my ministry team and my prayer team things for them to chew on i'm like this is for you to eat all week and don't be eating a whole lot of other stuff Eat this. Break this down, right? Because most of the time we'll read something. We'll get a little bit of revelation. and We'll be like, oh my gosh, this is what I got. No, go back to it. Go back to it again. Go back to it every day. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you not what you're not seeing. Ask him to give you scriptures associated with it. Chew on this all week long. Meditate on this all week long. You ain't got to add nothing else to it. That's why we stay in a series or on something long enough until God says, okay, enough revelation on that. And then move on. But most of us want to be able to say, I read through the Bible in a year. Well, it's fine for you to read through the Bible a year, but if you ain't got no revelation, ain't going to be no manifestation. And if you ain't got no manifestation, then it's not going to be, a, there's not going to be habita- habitation. It's not going to be habitation. God is not going to be able to ha- inhabit or inhabit the praises of his people, Right? <laughs> I have it the praises of his people. So you're going to get more wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you need the more time you spend with God, but that you break it down and you really chew on it and you begin to understand and get revelation knowledge, not just knowledge and understanding. You need revelation. You don't need just the zeal of the Lord. You need revelation knowledge so that revelation knowledge and So I didn't grow like this overnight. I grew like this in parts because I'm chewing, because I'm eating, because I'm understanding. And that's what devotional time is about. It's growth. We can be in church all our lives and miss everything. I'm just being honest. Because old school people didn't know how to teach us. And it wasn't their fault. It's just some things that they didn't understand. Or some do- denominations didn't understand, right? Like, I didn't understand that the there there could be... You can still see the power. You can still see gifts moving Right, the gifts, the gifts will move and act without repentance. Without, they'll move. You can still see the spiritual gift, and somebody still not be walking in the things of the Holy Spirit, like still not um, doing the things, doing the right things in Christ. Right, and so then when a person falls we get upset and we're like, I saw the power of them. I saw them lay hands. I saw them speaking in tongues, but they still were not necessarily in the right spirit or full of the Holy Spirit are living according to God's will and plan. It's so, it's depth. It's deep. It's deep. You are forever learning. And if you'll keep your heart and mind open that every time I'm before God, I'm learning and you soak And you soak it up, and it you soak it up, you soak it up, you soak it up, you soak it up. You meditate on the word day and night. You ain't always got something to say. You ain't always get gotta be talking. You ain't always gotta be amening, You're always writing when you before before God. You'll begin to grow. You'll see strongholds move. You'll see the things you've been fighting against move. You'll you'll see things change. Um, I remember Uh, two years ago, a couple years ago, um, I just, I just see, I've seen transformation in Judah, right? I, I've seen transformation in Judah. He was my baby and he was just, he was a little overwhelming at times with his attitude. But when he accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and when he began to spend devotional time, even as a little bitty person, I didn't have to Force him into anything, I begin to see the presence of the Lord working in him, right? Working and growing in him. And it's a daily thing. So don't be so hard on yourself when you don't get it all at one time. It's a process. God has to peel back the layers off of us. That's why a lot of times we praise, we worship, God encourages us. Have y'all noticed the cycle on this devotional? We praise, we worship we do corporate prayer, we stand in agreement, God fills us up, and then he gives us just a little bit of word at the end. He gives us just a little bit of nuggets of word at the end for us to chew on. It ain't a whole full hour of, it's teaching and understanding so that we can walk in the fullness of God, and understand who God is in our lives, and we ain't gotta always have the answer, and we ain't always gotta have something to say. When I come before God, I have learned I don't come before God talking to Him and telling Him about His Word. I'm coming before. I didn't used to be that way. I used to think I had to oh, always Bible study. I had to always serve myself, and I had to always say what God had revealed to me. And I always, mm-mm. when I come before God, I'm as the I'm the student. Even when I'm teaching y'all, I'm the teacher, but I'm still the student and God is talking to me. That's why I got my pen. That's why my notebook. That's why I highlighted my Bible. Because I am always uh, I'm always learning from him. I'm always learning from the Holy Spirit. And when we assert ourselves, are seen to be more wise, then we quench the Holy Spirit. Um and we and we can't take in more. We're not empty enough. To take in more. We're not empty. So we take in our small bites, right? We take in our small bites and we grow. That's how you grow. So don't be so hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Take your small bites. Chew on your small bites. I would rather you take these, take five things you learned this week and chew on them all week and meditate on them. Go back right? The, the Word of God is so fresh. It stays fresh. It stays current. Go back. Go back to the beginning. Go learn something. I have a, a series that I've been on for weeks now. I play it at night. I play it in the morning. I will go back to something again and again because I don't soon assume, assume I have anything Until I'm walking in it, until it's manifesting in my life, and until I know God is inhabited with me, and I know when God is inhabited with me, inhabiting me, because my prayers get answered quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Not no word that I say falls to the ground. Not no word. I know when God is moving, when he's inhabiting me, I can pray something and I will see the manifestation of it within the next hour, within the next hour and a half. And I know I'm like, okay, God, you're dwelling here. You're dwelling here. You're dwelling here because you're moving and answering these prayers quickly. And I want to stay in that place because it's not me that answers my prayers. It's God that answers those prayers. It's not me. I don't answer those prayers. God answers those prayers. Isn't that good? I don't answer. I don't it ain't it. mm -mm, It's not me. It's God who answers my prayers. So chew slowly so you can digest your food, right? Chew slowly. All my nurses and stuff on here will say it's better for you to chew up your food, right? It's better for you to keep chewing so you can get all the nutrients, right? My nurses, right? My doctor. It's better for you to chew your food so you can get all the nutrients out your food right you can get all your nutrients out your food it's better for you to chew your food instead of you inhaling your food right and then that's when you're going to feel the strength and you're not you're going to You're going to feel full, right? You're going to feel full. You're going to feel what you need when you properly chew your food. And that's what we're learning to do on here. That was good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I need to give you just a little bit more on the justice of God. And then we're going to get out of here. Just a few little points I got, right? Just a few more things. We've been studying. If you're new to the devotional, we've been studying the justice of God. We've been studying the justice of God. All my nurses. Y'all don't know. We got a team of nurses. We... declare that all of us will be throughout the world whispering the gospel. We got a team of nurses. We got a team, like we got a team of nurses on here. I love that. My God, I love that. I see vision. I see vision. So I want to give you just a little bit more of God. I want to give you just a little bit more on the justice of God because I need to teach you a little bit more about his justice before I teach you about his courts and how to petition before his courts and understanding how merciful God is but that at the same time, he is a just God. And so if you're new to the devotional, you need to back it up a little bit because I don't want to really want to summarize, but we've been talking about God's justice and we cannot understand God's justice until we understand that without a doubt, how we understand sin, like we understand sin. We got to understand sin first. We got to understand that God's justice is moral. We got to understand that God is consistent. Um, we've got to understand that this is just who God is. Um, we, we don't have, a lot of times we spend too much time trying to figure out God, like we trying to understand. And the way that you get familiar with God, remember we've been praying the names of God daily. I've been putting a name of God on, on the Facebook page every day. If you haven't been getting those, you need to go back and scoop those up. We're we're praying the names of God. We're praying the attributes of God so that we can understand and know who God is. And so we've been we're we're trying to understand God's justice so we can understand how we're justified and who the justifier is and why he justifies us. And so we have to come to the fact to understand that justice is how, just who God is. Like justice is an attribute of God. Justice is a term used like for right as it should be, right? So justice is one of God's attributes, right? And so we need to understand first sin. Sin is lawlessness, right? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Sin is lawlessness. First John 3 and 4 says, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practice lawlessness. Sin is lawless. So anytime I'm sinning, I'm lawless. We, we we have to know that anytime. It's also iniquity, right? We It's also iniquity. Daniel 9, 4, and 5 says, I pray to the Lord my God and make confession saying, Oh Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from your wisdom or your knowledge or your laws, right? Micah 2 and 1 says, Woe to those who devise wickedness and work evil on their beds. When the morning dawns, they perform it because it is in the power of their hands and not God's James 3 and 6 says and the tongue is a fire a world of unrighteousness the tongue is set among our members staining the whole body setting on fire the entire course remember we've been talking about our mouths keeping our mouths in order so God's nature is holy you you got to understand that you got to you got to understand that God's nature is I, I I don't care if anybody I don't care what nobody tell you I don't care what nobody try to make up. God's nature is holy. And so sin is offensive to him, right? Sin is a crime against God. And justice, the justice of God demands a penalty, right? So let me read you. Um, we, remember, we've read Romans 1 and eighteen I'm not going to read that. But the first verse says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteous suppress the truth right? Your unrighteous side of you will make you suppress the truth. The unrighteous side of you will put you into a position or a place to suppress your truth. That's what unrighteousness does. So when we are, when sin easily besets us, it's because our, the unrighteousness in us that we fight. Remember Paul said we die daily. The unrighteousness that we fight daily wants to say to us, this sin is okay, That there, it's okay, you you can be forgiven, it's no big deal, it's, it's no, no, your unrighteous nature will suppress the truth, right? When we start talking about sexual immorality because we are in a culture that sex sells, right? And so when sex is selling, your unrighteous nature will tell you, oh, there's nothing wrong with those videos, oh, there's nothing wrong with that television show, Oh, there's nothing wrong with that music. That's what your unrighteous nature will say to you. But what it doesn't, what it's not, what your Holy Spirit is trying to say to you is you really don't need to be listening to that. You really don't need to be a part of that because that does not give God any Glory, and so that's something big you can start asking yourself what I'm watching, what I'm doing, what I'm listening to is this giving God the glory? Our unrighteous nature will tell us there's nothing wrong with opening a door to that when the Lord has already told us to protect what comes in our eye gate. And what comes in our ear gate, what I'm watching and what I'm listening to, my unrighteous nature will tell me it's not okay. I mean, it's okay. That's my unrighteous nature. And if I don't have the wisdom, that's why we small bites. That's why we gotta chew on the word. If I don't have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit in me, and I haven't received the Holy Spirit, especially because we close ourselves off to the Holy Spirit, we'll quench the Holy Spirit when we don't want to give up something um, that we value that's a vice, that's moral, that's immoral, that's sin. So, so our righteous nature, so that this, and we're going to talk about where Jesus comes in, but in his image, you need to understand we desire his moral justice and the reason that we desire his moral justice And we don't even realize we do- desire his moral justice is because we were made in God's image You were made in the image of God Genesis 1 and 27 says then God said let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have Dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over Every creeping thing that creeps on on earth. So God created them in his image. So you really desire the moral justice of God. If 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 not, if you didn't desire the moral justice of God, if you didn't understand that you needed his justice, then guess what? You wouldn't hide yourself. Can we go to Genesis for a minute? You wouldn't hide I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. We were created in his image. When when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, immediately their eyes were open to sin, right? I love this. And so they, the the morality of God that was in them came open and said, this is wrong. The morality of God in them shook and said, this isn't right. This isn't right. And so the morality The moral justice of God is in you because you made it in his image, right? Our fallen nature helps us quench sin. This is something else. This is something else. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So let me go to Genesis 3, 8, and 10. And this is the New Living Translation. It says, when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid, they hid, From the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. And God said, Who told you you were naked? The Lord God asked, Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? Right? And then he gets into it and he blames the man, and he blames the woman, and he blames the sickness. And so then the the fall, the nature of their fall, their unrighteousness impacted us all, right? It impacted us all because sin was a crime against God. Like sin was a crime against God. So you got to ask yourself, what has my my unrighteous nature, right? What has my unrighteous nature been speaking to me? got to ask yourself that what has my unrighteous nature been saying to me what has my unrighteous nature been telling me is okay when it's really not okay what is my unrighteous nature been 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 uh, giving me permission to right right because that's how i'm going to understand the justice of god that's how i'm going to understand that i'm justified that's how i'm going to understand righteousness because I need to understand the unholy parts of me. I need to understand the parts of me that I've been thinking, that I've been giving permission to, that I've been allowing to still continue in my life because I've been quenching those by the Holy Spirit. I need to understand those part, part, the unholy parts. So how did the fall affect us? It affected us. What happened was, was when they fell, it affected who we were in Christ Jesus. And then, so then we were in sin. And as we were in sin, it really means we were in enmity or against God, right? We were enmity or against God. So, but here's what I love about God. God had a plan. Like God had a plan and his plan was Jesus. That's why your salvation is more than just, just a Sunday, right? I'm all for resurrection Sunday, but it's not enough. Your salvation is way beyond a Sunday. Your salvation is way, way beyond that one moment. Your salvation, he rose, like your salvation is continuous. Your salvation is daily. Your salvation happens all the time. It is not just this one point of contact on this Sunday we would be resting against. So we, right, the moral justice of God is inside of us. And you know that it's in you because if God's morality was not in you, you wouldn't seek justice. You seek justice. You want to be justified. You want people to if somebody came and tore your car up, you would take that person to court. Why? Because you seek justice, right? We seek justice. Um, Revelation reveals the justice of God. And then we get to experience his mercy and we get to experience his mercy through Christ Jesus, right? So sin entered the world. Romans 5 and 12 tells us, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death Spread to all men because all men sin. The effects of the fall are numerous and far-reaching. And sin has affected every aspect of our being. It will even affect your internal destiny, right? And so when, when they sin, it separated man from God. They were in the, our garden of Eden. They were well provided for. God made them in their image. He made us so we could commune and be in relationship with him. And then when we sin, and that's the same for us today, I got to be real. When we sin, we break fellowship with God. We break fellowship with God. And then when they hid, The fellowship could only be restored through Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So when they sinned, death became a reality and all creation was subject to it. When God first created them, we were supposed to live eternally. All men die, all animals die, all plant life dies. The whole creation groans. That's Romans 8 and 27, waiting for the time when Christ will return. No one is immune to it, right? For the wages of sin or death, that's Romans 6 and 23. So we also lose sight of purpose in sin there's so much to this but i'm gonna wrap that up we'll chew a little bit more on this later we'll chew a little bit more on this wasn't that good that's good digestion you got to ask how did the fall affect us we're going to talk how it affected our purpose we understand the moral justice of god right in his image we really desire more moral justice our unrighteous selves will give us permission to things that God hasn't in said, and it's really lawlessness, right? It's really lawlessness. That's it, Holy Spirit, do I need to give him anything else? I'm just kind of trying to make sure we true, right? I remember Matthew 5 and 44, God is not impartial. It rains on the just and the unjust, and we don't determine the mercy of God. God had a plan and that plan was Jesus. So with that, let me do this. I need to, I, I, You don't. we don't know who's watching. I don't know who's watching. But I need to end I need to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and your Savior. Can I tell you something? I was a hot mess i'm I'm just being for real. This girl was a hot mess. I wasn't right. I wasn't right. I wasn't right. I wasn't right. I was living life freely. I was living life on my own. I was still going to church and living life according to Lakeisha. And then I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit and he just said, this isn't enough. And the path that you're on is going to lead you to hell. That's, that's what it's going to do. When he said, he said, I'm going to lead you to hell. The path that you're on is going to lead you to hell. And so what I need you to do is I need you to understand that you need Jesus Christ. Right. And I thought, because I had been baptized at eight, that I made him Lord and Savior. But my life was evidence that he was not Lord and Savior in my life. It was evidence that he was not Lord and Savior in my life. And so I had to take evaluation, and the Holy Spirit was punching me, saying, You really need Jesus. And so I just began to say, You know what? I needed to, one, first acknowledge that I was a sinner. I ain't right. Lord, I ain't right. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. And then I needed to believe in faith. You know what? Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sin. And then I confessed with his, my mouth and I asked him, I said, Lord, would you be Lord and Savior in my life? I need a Savior. I still need a savior. I need a savior. I need you to save me from myself and I need you to save me from sin. And you know what? When it happened, when it, when I did, it happened. And when it happened, the Holy Spirit came in because I allowed him to come in and he began to transform my life. And I promise he'll do the same thing for you. I promise he'll do the exact same thing for you. You just got to acknowledge your sin. Believe Christ died on the cross for you. Confess it with your mouth. And then let's get you discipled. Let's get you in a church. Let's get you connected to this Bible study. I want to do one more thing today. I want to extend an opportunity for you to become a partner with this ministry. If you want to know more about the ministry, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. We are after the one. We are after every city, every state, every nation, every world we are there is an evangelistic outreach and anointing on us and we are just after the one we are after to save souls to restore women restore families restore communities so consider becoming a partner with this ministry i love y'all so much Right? But more than anything, God loves you. We'll be back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite someone in. Share the devotional. Share the YouTube channel. Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. And just get connected. We have a daily written devotional. We would love to connect to you. We would no, 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 to love to. If you're a lady and you've never attended our Ladies Bible study, my God, I want to get you in contact with Ladies Bible study. It has been growing us up. So Bible study last night, Jesus. Jesus Bible study last night was something else. So, we have a special group on Friday where we're growing in our purpose to become a part of that group that's at 12. Thank you, I am CJ. Um That's from 12 to 1230. Go get connected. Go get subscribed so you can get, consider partnering with us. I love y'all so much. Pray for us. Pray for this ministry to grow. Pray for our building, right? Tell the Lord, Lord, I need you to bless them with $75,000 for a building. I need you to bless them with a building. I need you to open up the door so that they have their own building so they're able to do everything, right? Everything that God called them to be. I love y'all, but more than anything, God loves you. And no demon, no devil in hell shall come near your dwelling. I plead the blood of Jesus over you right now. I thank you that a fresh anointing fall on you today. I thank you that the power of God, the strength, the grace, and peace, and love of God is in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you so much. I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love Love, y'all. In Jesus' name. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. In Jesus name, peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.